0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Roots to Grooves.
1: Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. I'm I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And that makes this Roots to Grooves. Yes. I, I miss the old days when Oh, uh, I guess I'm getting out of out of sync here, but I miss I was gonna say the old days when we had the, the therapist who lived next door. <laughs> but we're in a new
0: building new building new studio uh we're still setting it up but i think we've got a kind of fairly good setup for this episode at least yeah 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 looking good
1: on the cameras so we'll so see. welcome everybody to the new st- uh signal radio studios
0: got behind the scenes camera
1: i might cut to that right now what's up
0: so you can uh see all the craziness in here but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We're, yeah. we're gonna announce that after we we discuss um who we're talking about today because i know everyone's anxious <laughs> about it and i'm getting out of order but we're talking about bonobo 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 nobody knows um yeah i,
0: I know our intro host uh, pronounced it wrong i think a little bit i think she said bonobo which is i don't know depends how you say it but um i've always pronounced it bonobo
1: mm-hmm. i think it's the normal yeah normal quote, quote unquote <laughs> for those not on video today i'm doing air quotes um how you would normally say bonobo yeah we all know or many of us know bonobo is a the type of uh, monkey, yeah. I believe.
0: Yeah, if you search Google, you'll find information about monkeys first, and uh, and this artist that we're talking about secondary. Okay, Simon Green is his uh, original name.
1: Simon U- Green, yeah, born March thirtieth, yeah, nineteen seventy six, I believe. Yeah, if I remember correctly. UK uh, producer, mm-hmm. multi. I would say he's
0: a multi instrumentalist as well because he mm-hmm. plays bass guitar a lot yeah does a lot of keys and everything on his recordings
1: yeah so, so he he, that, so. he does you know it's electronic music in, in general yeah, yeah it's electronic it's down tempo mm-hmm. um described as new jazz um trip hop yeah world music yeah it's yeah it's it's super chill electronic he started with a lot of sample based material and through his discography moved to um more live instrumentation yeah and and uh, even recording his own, you know, field samples yeah, yeah. out in the world, yeah. and um, incorporating all of these different ideas, and it's super great, super chill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't super familiar with it until I did a lot of research on this. I think I heard about Bonobo from uh, from maybe, me or from somewhere. Mm, else? Or? I think maybe from somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's hard yeah. to say on each of these episodes. <laughs> like, where did you hear this first? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, so it may have been, It might have been from Jay. Yeah. Was this your pick?
0: It was my pick, yeah. Was it? Originally. I yeah.
1: almost thought it was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> We've Who done knows? so
0: many episodes, it's a blur. Uh, it's just um, a blur.
1: But whoever, I'm glad we're talking about Bonobo today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was super happy uh, researching this guy, Simon Green, because yeah. all his stuff is great. He's a, he's a pretty extensive discography and we we're discussing before we hit record that he dropped something in 2000. Yeah, yeah. The year 2000 his first EP. Yeah. Um and that seems very early. Yeah. Um from where in, you know, I just this guy came into my consciousness like 2015 or so. Right. Yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. he's been doing this for a, a while and he's he's committed to it and he's killing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he uh you know started back out in the late 90s and uh but i think for most people it was probably 2013 or maybe 2010 black sounds was an album that um started hitting people and then and then his most recent album migration which was uh really well received mm-hmm. um but Yeah, I think, you know, for me, like, I'd known about him for a long time, but it was actually when I was in the US, and I was uh, commuting from Seattle to Bellevue um, every day to do some work over there, and uh, I kind of downloaded his album black sands and i was just like listening to that that was like back in the day where i used to be a little bit of more obsessive about albums and i would kind mm-hmm. of just like listen to the same thing over and over again yeah um, get real into it yeah and so black sands was that album for me that i was literally like every day on my commute uh not really in the morning but like on the way back kind of thing like in the evenings right i'd
1: listening to that um well i think for a lot of people black sands was a kind of coming of age album yeah, a, yeah. as far as bonobo as an artist yeah, because he's been doing a lot of really great stuff before then. Yeah. Re- released Days to Come in two thousand six, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, Dial M for Monkey two thousand three, and we'll talk about these um, animal Animal Magic in two thousand. Yeah, um, and also his you know first Terrapin EP in the year two thousand, uh, along with a bunch of other singles. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, this guy's you know he's productive. Yeah, he knows what he wants to do. He's like a solo guy. He's working by himself. You know, yeah. primarily. Yeah, yeah, for his project, he he DJs. Yeah. Um, and then he's been working some more live instrumentation, especially after like 2010, I think he started touring with more live instrumentation, a live band. Yeah. Uh, I think he usually plays bass. Yeah. yeah. On his, right. a, as far as the live band goes when he performs. Yeah. It's like, when the live stuff
0: happens, he's, he's triggering, triggering samples, but he's also playing bass guitars. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like his instrument of choice. Yeah. You know, I'm a yeah. fan of bass players, you know, Jay. Uh, yeah, you are. You know, I, That's how
0: we met. That's how we met. And you were playing bass, I was playing drums. Rhythm section, baby. Rhythm section. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And now we're the the roots. Yeah. It's the roots. Yeah.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're the root to my groove. You're the groove to my roots. Oh, I love the love here. There's so much love here on Roots to Grooves. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about Bonobo. Um, he's from the UK, like you said, right? Is that Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But he he's based out of LA now.
0: Yeah, he's moved around uh, quite a lot. Um um we can talk about his early years, so let's get um, into it. He spent a lot of time in Brighton, which is like a seaside town in in the UK. Um and I think that's where he was originally from. I think he was from another part of the UK, but he spent a lot of his like teenage years in Brighton, mm-hmm. like some summers kind of thing. Um he was a skater kid. He used to listen to like Dave Kennedys and, and that sort of like Some kind of punk. Sort of punk music, yeah kind of thing. And um and, and and then when he was down in Brighton he, he said he fell into the party scene and he started going to these clubs and he started to discover the music from labels like Ninja Tune, um, and the sort of big beat sound, mm-hmm. Which we sort of explored a little bit, I think, on our episode about avalanches. So I described them as big beat. Mm-hmm. And some of the other artists that came to mind when I talk about big beat are like chemical brothers um, Ray and Christians, another uh duo kind of thing avalanches i think is in that
1: um what how yeah. would you how would you describe big beat if you had to describe the music <clears throat> a, a solid track that's um essentially it's big beat. like sample based music
0: but it has this like driving break beat mm-hmm. you know and um you know and and that's what's driving it like the big beat like the driving breakbeat kind mm-hmm. of sound um, So there's some hip hop influence yeah, yeah definitely hip hop and funk influence um but it's just like this big driving beat and uh, you know mixed with um samples and then i guess like when the big beat genre came around it was also having that mixed with like vocals sometimes right um like uh, melodic vocals sometimes. I mean, because like Chemical Brothers did this one track with like, um, I think it was like Noel Gallagher doing the vocals from these from, from Oasis. Oasis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like that was kind of like you know a big beat track, but with his like droning vocals mm-hmm. over the top of it, sort of thing.
1: So and speaking of yeah. vocals, he doesn't usually have too many vocals through Bonobos releases is that right most of it's yeah. instrumental
0: also he doesn't do any vocals himself but he has a lot of guest vocalists mm-hmm. um, so the first track we played was actually called days to come featured bajka who i think is a singer from india cool. um he cool. also collaborates a lot with adriana or is it adrian no adria triana
1: adrian yeah. <laughs>
0: Throwing out that
1: uh, rocky, just get a little rocky thing. in here. Why not? Yeah, um, that's as close. We're, I'm trying to. I'm, we, we have to name we, drop the rock. We're, we're playing there. a game where we, we have to get the rock in here somehow. I so, don't know uh, why that became a thing. But it, 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 on a certain
0: show, it was
1: like yeah, <laughs> uh, it's barely a thing, but
0: we keep doing it. <laughs> the listeners and, have no idea. The viewers have no idea. Yeah, we're just it.
1: having we're just having a good fun conversation. That's yeah. what we like to do here. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he also has another name that may, maybe people might have heard. Um, I always say it wrong, so I have to look at the word. Baracus. Yeah. So I haven't come across
0: this and I haven't heard of this. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know where this came from or if he released any music underneath that
1: name? I, I think he's released at least one project under it. Yeah. Um, and I can maybe try to look it up in a second or something. But um, it's, it's more heavy dance floor music inspired. Mm. Kind of okay. more housey. Yeah. Um, yeah, more kind of EDM, you know. Mm. venue yeah kind of you know big crowd on the floor dance music interesting kind of thing as opposed to what he's kind of known for as bonobo which is more chill yeah and you know he also plays to huge crowds and everything he's done big festivals and everything but um it just bonobo's music seems a little more chill yeah more chill wave down tempo yeah and i saw he doesn't he doesn't like to be referred to as down tempo i don't think he likes that descriptor very much i think he thinks it has that
0: connotation of like um hotel ele- elevator music right or something like, like that, it's yeah. lazy or yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's yeah. quiet
1: yeah um unenterget unenergetic yeah yeah you know non yeah. non-energetic i don't know i don't know words lethargic Le- yeah sure <laughs> yeah that, okay oh bonobo yeah lethargic Lethar- dance music lethargic. great <laughs>
0: We just coined a, a new da- a new genre, lethargic dance. Music. That's beautiful, <laughs> coined by Jay Purcell, yeah. right here on to Grooves. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so he was in, like as a teenager, you know, skater kid, and he fell into that party scene. Started yeah, so we sort of digressed a little bit from the because he's listening to big beat and mm-hmm. stuff, and which is a crazy thing to come across in party scene in Brighton, because I I guess that is the place actually to i know like fat boy slim is based in brighton um that's where he lived and stuff like that oh i didn't know yeah and there's like a few uh record labels i always thought he was, was american there. no yeah he's, uh, no totally british love it um, beautiful i mean well you might be yeah because he had some big crazy music videos christopher mm-hmm. walken was in a fat boy slim music video nice. so uh, pretending to fly he was just floating around a room it was actually a really good music video that's cool um yeah, so like yeah, he, he and he said it like really changed his outlook on music after becoming involved in that scene and listening to that sort of music, this sort of trip hop, big beat stuff, and and that's what really inspired him to actually want to create music himself. Mm-hmm. Um, is to to get samplers and um, to start making sample based music. So we've done an episode on DJ Shadow, uh, Avalanches. Those are probably the two most heaviest. Uh, artists we've covered that really delved into like sample based production. Uh huh. Adrian Young said he did that as well, but but the music that Adrian Young has released has not been sample based music. He His kind of moved away of, from that. Yeah. So even before he started releasing stuff, he was moved away from it. Mm-hmm. But you know, DJ Shadow heavily sample based music. Hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah, and um, Avalanche is hundred percent as well.
1: Yeah, they had um, Avalanche is just real quick. I mean, they had like thirty five hundred samples on one song oh, or something, yeah. or on one yeah, album. Yeah, I mean, just insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's super interesting. You can rewind viewers and listeners to, to that episode
0: because it mm-hmm. was interesting how those are fun how discussions. Piece those like albums and songs together. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So Bonobo started in that same way, and like the first his first releases were done in that way, like with that sample based approach um, just all, all you know, I mean, when we talk about sample based approach, it's like, it's basically like not creating anything original yourself, just all sounds gathered sounds. Which to be clear is
1: creating yeah. something a collage, we all yeah, yeah, agree yeah. on. And you know yeah. much of the music just industry,
0: not, just not live instrumentation. So you're basically finding right. sounds from, and it could be from anywhere, not as vinyl, but it could be from field recordings or it could be from, like, mm-hmm. you know, tapes, record, like any type of sound that you're, like, gathering and collecting and sequencing and producing music.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I mean, mean, while we're on the subject of sampling, Bonobo, from my reading, he's he's used things like a, I think, a, a tumble dryer. Yeah. I think a sound of a boat engine as, like, a baseline. line yeah. or something, which, you know, sounds whack. Um, I yeah, think he's like, like sampled like boilers and mm-hmm. Airbnbs that he stayed in and yeah, stuff like that and whatever. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever random stuff you can think of you know, yeah. or, or stuff that you I wouldn't be able to think of, he has yeah. sampled. Yeah. I think one of the, my favorite was like a turnstile, which is, is that one oh, of those yeah. things you walk through?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like at football stadiums or something? Yeah, like, like yeah. give me your ticket. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. allowed to yeah. go through now. Is that is that a turnstile? I think now? that's the sound they make. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, it's like a clunking, like... <laughs> Yeah. Is it my turn yet? Oh, yeah. my stock here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Is this okay? Yeah, it never feels super comfortable to walk no, through. It no, it's like it's always every time I push one of those it's like, "Oh, is it going to go all the way yeah. or am I going to get stuck?"
1: I think a lot of people have that experience where they're like, "Okay, true. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And you run into it and it doesn't let you go and you're it's like, like oh, "What no. what am I doing wrong?" You have to what? scan your ticket again. What her. is my life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um um yeah. yeah, totally. So um I don't know where I was going to I mean, we're still like t- talking early, er- early, years, early, yeah. early Bonobo. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, the the first records he was coming out with, he was using a, a Kai sampler and mm-hmm. an Atari ST, right? And he was yeah, r- yeah. running Cubase. Yeah, yeah. So just to give a little overview of stuff he was using. Yeah. Um, he also used Logic, I think, for the early years, mm-hmm. and then he moved to Ableton. Right. So yeah. I've been using Logic, and I moved from Pro Tools to Logic, and. It's pretty great. I've never used Ableton. You moved from Pro Tools. That was the first DAW I was um, introduced to from my dad because that's used Pro Tools, and I think that's pretty great. It seems like something that a lot of people use, um, you know, for analog recording, like live recording. Pro Tools. Yeah, 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 yeah. recording instruments, and then you know, getting into mixing it and stuff,
0: and then yeah. Back in the day, for me, like when I first started getting into like digital recording. pro tools was like the leading thing mm-hmm. yeah it was it, like the mecca kind of thing and but it also you always used to be really expensive uh, it,
1: was well. it was the like industry standard at one point dollars. like yeah. like top industry standard and it's since kind of other other DAWs have been moving up into that level Yeah, is, is what i see yeah so my experience was like pro tools is like the don one <laughs> kind yeah. of thing Don.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what i'm saying i when love I say it that, but yeah. yeah i mean um, oh it's good <laughs> and um and then it, it used to be like logic um but it was called but it was before apple bought logic so logic used to be i probably said this on another episode it used to be but from this german company called e-magic mm. so it used to be e-magic logic and that's what we used to run back in the studio in the uk like 20 years ago and it was on pc and it was like it was like the lo- it was the level down from pro tools because it did the same shit but it was like way cheaper yeah. Um Yeah, so digressing on that, but yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: That's what we're here to do is digress yeah. Yeah. as much as possible <laughs> while staying in the the heart of what our discussion is about. There you go. Or at least we try to anyway. Yeah. Um Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, so you know, he's growing up, he's starting to do some stuff. Yeah. Should we play a track off his uh his um his album Animal Magic? Well, actually, should we, shall
0: we play, I think this, what I have lined up here is his very first release, mm. the Scuba EP, which according to Discogs came out in 1999.
1: Even before? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're going way um, back. Because the last time we talked about this, I played you, I think, Terrapin, which I thought it was his first thing.
1: That's what I thought was the first thing.
0: Yeah, but no, I, I found this. This is a, a Scuba EP that huh. he released. Props um, on the research, Jay. Yeah, and I think this is his solo thing because he had he has done like uh, remixes mm-hmm. and compilation appearances, and that's how he came up with his name, which you can talk about after this track.
1: Okay. Came up Ooh, with his name. Little teaser then. I like the teaser. Little teaser. And we'll play a track off off his, even pre, pre pre pre
0: pre 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 release. Yeah. Uh, this is when back when uh Bonobo, aka Simon Green, was just all immersed in the sample world, sampling other things, and he came out with a Scuba EP. And this wasn't released under Bonobo though. It was released under Bonobo. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not on Spotify. I didn't see it. No, it's not on Spotify. Okay. I'm playing this is off of YouTube right now. Ooh.
1: So. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. I love it. That's what we're here for. (laughs) I'm here for it.
0: There you go. That was Bonobo Off the Scuba EP from 1999. Um, I think. A lot Tonight, of... I'll be eating a calzone from Doughballs in Aurora. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, now our, a word from our sponsor. That was uh, a Wayne's World reboot playing off of YouTube right there. Nice. Um, but um, yeah, I believe those like record crackles you heard weren't actually on the sample, it, or on the record. It was um, literally someone had up, uploaded that vinyl release to YouTube. Very cool. That's the very only cool. place to hear it right now um yeah. yeah
1: i mean so that's a, like a little exclu- exclusive look yeah it's something that's not even released on spotify yeah. which we would assume most big artists releasing everything on spotify these days
0: yeah i guess like the older ca- catalog of a lot of artists is not like you know yeah, not out, out there so it's like sometimes yeah. we have to dig a little bit deeper sometimes they release things on Bandcamp. right um, i know like one artist i think did that that we covered jazanova um mm-hmm. their very first releases is is not on streaming platforms but it is on their Bandcamp, and you can go back and listen to that sort of thing nice so, yeah it's um, kind of cool yeah yeah
1: it's kind of cool yeah. makes it a little more special yeah interesting to see uh, you know it's twenty twenty one, and a lot of artists still aren't releasing all of their stuff on on the big labels like apple or spotify yeah. and they're still keeping some of their i don't know for whatever reason do you think you didn't want to release it uh, or could have been some a range reason.
0: of reasons, could have been rights issues, copyright yeah. stuff, like especially if he's sampling other people's stuff. Yeah, I like, couldn't get
1: the samples cleared or you know, whatnot. Yeah. That's fair. That's cool. I mean it sounds like a good track. So you can see how chill yeah. his music is. Yeah, yeah, Um you know, like mm. it's it doesn't it doesn't it's not too far dynamic. And I don't want to say it's not dynamic in a bad way, mm-hmm. but it's kind of not dynamic in a good way where it kind of it's like a trancey. It mm. kind of lulls you into a trance and you just kind of float through this music and it, it takes you into this kind of this this world of, yeah. of world music and um, that's one of the coolest things I found about Bonobo when I was listening to it it's just kind of it's not like here's the hook you know, <laughs> and here's the drop you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's just kind of like yeah, yeah. it's kind of a build-up it yeah. kind of sucks you in and lulls you into a nice cool beat yeah you no know, kind of world soundscape yeah so that's what i dig about this guy and, and i think every every track that i've heard from him kind of does that for me yeah and yeah a lot it's high value music for me yeah so yeah. so um yeah so he started out from
0: that realm he did a lot of like remixes and um appearances on compilation albums kind of thing mm-hmm. i think it was a uh, one specific appearance um uh, I think it was on the Tree Thoughts recordings. Um, yeah, Tree Thoughts recordings as the record label. There was a compilation called When Shapes Join Together, and he was asked to put a track on that. And, uh, so that, that was like his debut of like an official release, I think. Um, and then like, so the, there was like a time where he didn't have a name like of what he was going to be called. And I think it was, I don't think it was that, it might have been that release or another release where it was basically they're trying to put a, comp- a track on a compilation album and they asked, they they called him on the phone and it was like, uh, um, so what name do you want to put on this kind of thing? Because he didn't have a name, he was just like a producer of a track out there kind of thing. Yeah. And he literally like looked down and there was a book open next to him and he just saw Bonobo written down. He was like, Bonobo. And uh, <laughs> they were like, okay, cool. And they, okay. Uh, yeah, and they went with it. And um, he said he's like later regretted it because it was like an off the cuff thing. Um, but he actually, you know, I mean, I, I think we talked about this before where it's like, you know, names can be important at a certain point. But at another point it's like, Another, another time in your life you can the name can embody something else you know mm-hmm. you know yeah it's like, like you never think google is like a multi-billion dollar company yeah a stupid name like what a google, silly but, word <laughs> but you know the 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 company embraced the name and and, and the same with artists like red hot chili peppers it's mm-hmm. like you know on the surface like if you were a brand new band called red hot chili peppers everyone would be like okay yeah whatever
1: like yeah, no, I think it's but, a testament yeah, to like yeah. how how weirdly or oddly can you name your band and be successful. Yeah. And if you have a weird name and you're successful, that's just a testament to how good your music is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, th- I think the music that you make embodies what the name means. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, we probably talked about this on the show before. Yeah. But, you know, Green Day? Yeah. What, what is... Not necessarily a great band name. Yeah. What does that mean? Who yeah. cares? <laughs> but it means something once you know Green Day's discography and what they did. Yeah, once you get into
0: the music and everything like that, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Like yeah, the name exactly. It's just a, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't. Know. It's just a name. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. But I think Bonobo's mm-hmm. a great name. Yeah, no, I think it is, and it. I it, think that could be a cool it's... band name. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think it'd uh, be a cool band name. Yeah. Or it's a great, you know, solo artist name as well. Yeah. yeah. And I. uh I think we said bonobo is a monkey mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm wondering what these definitions are, but I think bonobo is a chimpanzee. Yeah. Which is technically so. an ape. Yeah. yeah. Which, so I'm which also is a from monkey. I'm also wondering
0: what book he just had laying out there when he was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it an encyclopedia or something? <laughs> yeah. Know. Why was it laying open during exactly. the interview yeah, well, that right next to there. you? Like,
1: yeah. So, I don't know. Bonobos yeah. are cool animals. Yeah. We're, you know, we're related as, as great apes. Yes. true you know Mm -hmm. so there's certainly some connection there yeah yeah
0: and i think it like in a yeah in a roundabout way it kind of fits the music he's doing because a lot of the music he's doing is very um i don't know humanistic as a way to say it or something like that but you know he he travels a lot and he brings a lot of those travels and that global influence into his sound of Mm -hmm. music i think um even in that early track from 1999 to me seems a bit global because you got those like um just like the sitars the sitar yeah, I'm not even sure what instrument that is, but it's like very um worldy or worldy totally kind of thing
1: yeah, yeah at least so, as far as not yeah. in you know popular American Americana yeah. music yeah, yeah. using some worldwide instruments yeah, and yeah. maybe it was, maybe it wasn't the one you just played but the the song you know Terrapin that we played at the beginning. Yeah. But uh one way or another you can certainly hear his world influence. It doesn't sound like any particular yeah. you know, genre subset in a particular country or yeah. region. Yeah. Um he's he's that's one reason I like him. He's using kind of influence from all over the place. Yeah. And you know, blending it together into a beautiful down tempo electronic smoothie.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> down tempo electronic smoothie. That's what I'm getting from uh I'd love to have breakfast
1: with that. At a, I'm, I'm gonna order that a jamba juice next time i go <laughs> next time i Shout go to the mall,
0: jamba juice give us a sponsorship yeah,
1: yeah. well i'll buy a spoon from jamba juice every day oh my god okay. and i'll drink it right on the show it just through <laughs> the straw yeah keep, keep talking jay i don't have anything to say i'm just enjoying my smoothie I'm trying to say something really serious over here <laughs> <laughs> um so this guy's killing it so let's, let's go to 2000 animal magic yeah drops his first lp first lp it's yeah. sick again he's just kind of this is another artist who's kind of building up into what he is you yeah, know and yeah, and, sure, and yeah. you can kind of see through his his production and through his his releases how he's growing and what he's trying to do yeah and so this is kind of you know more of the same of what we've been playing it's kind of down tempo chill mm-hmm. electronic world music um and it's it's kind of a slow burner yeah as i would say you know you like listen to it, there's a nice intro track yeah and you know maybe that doesn't even need to be there Maybe yeah. that's, maybe it's too indulgent. Mm. Some might say, to, yeah. you know, for a debut EP or something. But you know, the, it's a slow burner and it goes yeah. and it's chill. Yeah, it lulls you down. Yeah, it's peaceful. Yeah, and it's really good. It's cool. So I mean, pretty impressive for a first release. Yeah. and you know that was you know over twenty years ago already. Yeah, and it, it doesn't yeah. sound like it was twenty years ago to me. No. Yeah, um, and that, that's a cool thing. You know, whatever whatever that means to you. Yeah, I mean
0: it's it's a blur to me in terms of time and music because there's a lot mm-hmm. of fresh things that i still go back to that i'm like oh okay that was 20 years ago now yeah okay i mean like if you're in 1990 like what you what what sound is sound what sound is 20 years ago from 1990 like it's one about from 1990
1: 70s, 70s or something like that yeah. i mean yeah then you're talking about like steely dan yeah or um, so you're in
0: the 1990s and you're listening to salt and pepper and uh yeah you know, janet jackson yeah and then you talk about 20 years ago and we're thinking like old school bgs or something like that yeah bgs
1: <laughs> great i'm yeah, I, yeah. I still yeah. need to look more into bgs i heard there was a cool interview on or a documentary on hulu we well, sure. saw it yeah it's on hbo yeah. or oh, okay perfect hbo yeah um, yeah it's good it's, it's, it's worth watching oh so you have HBO Max I do because it's on HBO Max I know that I got it yeah it's the only thing that's existing right now I Roller. Oh, yeah I love it I check I, them all out you know I'm gonna have to get your uh, HBO Loggins. Max credentials yeah and let me, credentials let me, let me get up in there and watch some BGS. yeah yeah so I mean but yeah you, you know you see how you know two decades of time pass yeah yeah interesting to look at but I feel
0: like now like you know um yeah like so like the reason i brought up 1990s 20 years from 1990s i think is a drastic difference in like sonic quality and technology Mm -hmm. and everything like that but 20 years ago from now you know to like 2000 i don't feel like genre wise or music wise there's a lot of difference like um you know we I played you that track from Four Hero that was called Les Fleurs earlier, right? Which is from two thousand one. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what you felt about that, but that was like a live thing. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, this is like a private kind of. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and there was that track that was just not um, didn't sound dated to me, like, right? But you know, because it was when they produced it, they intentionally made it to sound kind of dated, mm-hmm. a little bit, and so. You know, so it was dated sounding intentionally then, and that was two thousand one. So, well, I think I even
1: know. now, you know, you look at bands like, um, or you know, the recently broken up Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, their their last that it was like two thousand thirteen, Random Access Memories. We've talked about, and you know, they specifically were like, we're we're going we're going back to go forward. Same as Adrian Young, you know, yeah, yeah. fully analog studio in LA, yeah. and Daft Punk was like, we're gonna do disco. Kind of pop using yeah. you know bringing people in like Nile Rodgers yeah to to do real instrumentation yeah. in in our kind of electronic way yeah with these electronic vibes that we were trying to create yeah and so you know you a, a lot of these artists are going back to go forward and I think it's a really cool thing because I mean what else are you gonna do yeah you know it's 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 pretty
0: but you're always going back to you're always like referencing or inspired by what became came before you. Right, that's all anybody is is doing. Yeah. It's like even Bee Gees or whatever like, you know, they are inspired by certain things probably 20 years before them. Exactly. So, you know.
1: And yeah. and that, at that point I, I can barely name any artists from from the 50s. Right. And if we're yeah. talking about like 1970, 20 years yeah. before that, you know, not, you know, Buddy Holly, yeah. I don't know. And there wasn't there was some I think even one of the first fully sampled records was from the 50s. Which sounds crazy, but there was some sampling going on. And then, you know, as you know, like, you know, Beatles were sampling stuff and there was some artists sampling and everything. Well, I've probably mentioned this on
0: a previous episode, but I'm going to say it again. But, you know, Les Paul, I mean, everyone knows them as Les Paul guitars. The guitar, right. Yeah. But there was a real guy called Les Paul and he pioneered live sample looping in Mm -hmm. the 50s. Okay. And there's this really great video that if you just search Les Paul on YouTube, you, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, Very cool. Uh, I think he's with a singer. Um, and he's basically with a guitar and he has all these tape machines. And he's like playing a little bit of his guitar and then he's like looping it on tape machines live. And mm-hmm. then the singer's singing along and she's looping it. And then, like, and, and they're just like building up this whole track. Live and this is like a black and white 1950s TV show with Les Paul demonstrating live looping using tape
1: machines. That's insane. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, it's, I mean, that's it's amazing. It's really
1: inspiring to watch. Like, um, that just seems, that just, se- it seems wrong to think about that
0: because <laughs> it just people, seems like the wrong era to think about people, that type of thing. Yeah. I remember saying, people weren't doing that in the 70s, live looping. Yeah. yeah.
1: That brought me to when I, you know, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. We've spoken about him on multiple podcasts because he's you know yeah, super popular yeah. Yeah. and he comes up every once in a while. But I saw him in 2010 or 2011 open up for Snow Patrol, mm-hmm. who's another, I think they're UK or British uh, band. I think they're Welsh actually. Welsh, Welsh or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, UK. Over yeah. the pond, okay. you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you no, know, and I saw him open up and he was just a solo guy, you know, single guy on the stage using a loop pedal mm-hmm. and he absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And that seems, you know, 2010, that Mm. seems pretty modern. Mm. Not that long ago. And then you're talking about a story that was from the 1950s where somebody was doing the same thing. Well, the first time I saw anyone do live looping
0: things, it was Katie Tunstall. Do you know her?
1: Um, Yeah, I can't.
0: Scottish singer-songwriter. Yeah, I know
1: at least one or two of her songs. I can't think of the names. Yeah, she did a,
0: a performance of one of her biggest hits um on a UK music TV show called Later from jules Holland. If anyone's from the UK, you might know this. Hopefully we've got some UK listeners. Yeah. actually really cool show. And uh but she did um a live looping performance. That was the first time I saw anything like that. It's mm-hmm. probably like early two thousands or something like that. Or whenever she came out with that. And um yeah but but I was like in subsequent years I've seen um Like yeah, the Liz Paul thing, and I was like, "Well, my mind was blown when I
1: saw that." Like that
0: clip, like that was insane. I mean,
1: you're blowing my mind right now just telling me that story. Like, I can't (laughs) believe this stuff was happening. It's it's such a weird perspective to think about. Yeah, yeah. It it seems to not make sense. Yeah, it makes sense if you think about it that these ideas take a long time to ferment. Yeah, ferment and come into themselves, and for people to recognize what's possible. Yeah, yeah. For people to get the equipment to do what they now know is possible yeah yeah Um, what a beautiful story about technology and and what people have access to you know
0: But we went off on a tangent because this show is about bonobo
1: yeah we're talking about bonobo the chimpanzee (laughs) species that first originated in africa in uh, i'm just kidding
0: wildlife documentary uh, version of i'm david attenborough we're talking about the human species from roots to Yeah,
1: from the roots from From when we were earliest beginnings Hey, humans have roots in, you know, we're related to mushrooms. From the Big Bang. Yes. To, well. In the beginning. In the beginning. There was a bang. And it was big. And it was good. I digress. (laughs) Let's move forward a few million years. I left a pregnant
0: silencer there for you (laughs) to see it feel uncomfortable and realize the errors of your ways.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of errors in my ways, Jays. Jays. There's a lot of. <laughs> errors in your J. There's a lot of errors There's in my a lot J's. Of J's. In your errors, got some J's ways. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, we're just riffing here, guys. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking about Bonobo, though. Awesome electronic artist from um, Great Britain. Is that mm-hmm. okay to say? Mm-hmm. Again, this is not a geography. I mean, we have multiple names like UK, Great Britain. That that's what's constantly confusing me, Jay. There's, England. I have to, it's a world that I don't know, and I have to constantly yeah. use different. You, Terms just, you just have two te- way- over here, US or USA or America. I like don't I even say. have my passport, Jay. I've, you don't? No. I got my passport photos taken this year, this last year in 2020, though, so I'm on my way.
0: But yeah, well, you uh, you need to get that if you want to come to England and see
1: the sights. The uh, I I need a tour guide. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go. COVID's over, baby. Wow. Well, let's do it. Not yet, but, you know. Hopefully, by the time this episode drops, it's over. Okay, everybody? Yeah. Get your vaccines. Get
0: your vaccines.
1: Get your kids vaccinated. Yeah. But, you know, let's move on. So Animal Magic's good. It's chill. Came out in yeah. 2000. Boom. He moves on to Dial M for Monkey. Yeah. That's his album title from 2003. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, don't, I, I'm, I always struggle in these episodes to be like dis- describing something that's very similar that an artist did beforehand. hmm and so it's hard to h- come up with a, a bunch of descriptors for what's different about it, but it's it's like it's it's the same, but it's different, and it's a little bit better. And you can you can feel he's growing, mm-hmm. and you know I mean that's that's most of what I got to say about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't sound super engaging. Well, yeah, his
0: first like you know animal magic and darling for monkey came from the very same sort of sample based culture way of making mm-hmm. music. I feel like. Even if he didn't, I think he might have like put some original um, instrumentation into some of those tracks on both of those albums. But like, uh, but I think like, you know, his EPs, his remix and stuff and those first two albums came from that culture. And it wasn't really until Days to Come, 2016, until like that shift occurred, I think in his sound kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so I feel like, you know, for the listeners out there, you know, we played... I did play Days to Come, which is um, from his 2006 album. And then we just played his very first thing from the Scuba EP, which gives you, I think the Scuba EP gives you a sense maybe of um, his older sounding kind of sample based things. Sure. Um, so like, yeah, uh, yeah. As an example, I think that the last thing I played was like pretty much typical of like his sound. From that era from 2003, 2003, uh, yeah. sorry, 2000 2006, even. Yeah,
1: like, no, yeah. but yeah, we're, I'm, I'm saying the same yeah. thing. Like he's yeah. just kind of finding his zone. Oops, I'm yeah. getting tangled up over here. But yeah, he's yeah. finding his zone. He's finding yeah. what he, he's, you know, you can feel this, like looking in hindsight, he's figuring out what he wants to do yeah. and how he wants to do it and what elements he wants to incorporate in the stuff that he releases. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of the first three albums. Yeah. You know so we can go from dial M for monkey 2003 to, like you said days to come mm-hmm. 2006 and i kind of you know in my you know head loop all those three together in kind of a package you do okay yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't, maybe that's wrong maybe somebody can point me in the right direction again we're always i always want people to email us and be like you know tell me something new yeah. describe something maybe i'm not understanding cuz yeah. we're here to learn on roots to grooves we're here to teach what we know and we're here to learn what we don't know. Mm. And um but yeah, all those three albums kind of are like a you know, a three peat, uh successfully. Did you say three peat? Uh-huh.
0: I've never heard that before. You never heard li- three peat? I like that. Is that a new thing? Did you just come up with that? No, I,
1: I I wish I came up with that, but i I think I've heard that a lot. Three peat? How do you use that?
0: use that in a sentence. You just used it in a sentence, but remind
1: me. Like like the Chicago Bulls won three championships in a row in a three-peat okay, in the right. 90s. Okay. Is it usually used in the sports terminology or
0: is it like...
1: I guess. Okay. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but when somebody questions what I'm saying, I kind of like <laughs> rethink my whole life. You're like, am I right? Like... <laughs>
0: I told you this before. Like whenever, like I say a word, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure that's a word from my vocabulary from yeah, yeah, yeah. growing up in England." But now I'm questioning myself because, you know.
1: if it's in your head, it's <laughs> it's right. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. language was was made up, Jay. All words were made up. That's true. Think about that. Yeah. So, who's wrong? We're just making sounds with our bodies. Yeah. You know, it's all weird. Yeah. Everything's super weird. But yeah, three peat. Yeah. I am hoping I'm using that word right now that I'm getting questioned so about his, it on live. His air. first
0: three albums are a three peat for you?
1: Yeah. Okay. Successful, chill, solid music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Music super personal. Yeah. So I I would never say on this on this podcast, you know, you should listen to this while you're working out. Or <laughs> you listen to this on your way home. You know, I yeah. don't know. Different things mean different things to people and but this music is for me, it's super chill. If I'm if I'm doing some reading or something online or doing you know, making a social media post or something have something on in the background or or cleaning yeah. you know my room or going on a drive to get a coffee or just drive around to, to chill out and listen to music. Yeah. Great. And the last one I said is is probably the best. Get a cup of coffee, go on a nice little drive around your city, um, do a little tourism in your own city look at the sights and, and relax to this music. And mm. that really sets my mind yeah. for success. And I like, I like to do things like that. So for me, that's what I would, how I would listen to this music. But again, super personal. So anybody out there, listen to this music. It's super great, but it, it's chill. It lulls you in. You no, know, It's like a rockabye kind of lulling thing for me. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, somebody's rocking me. Wow. It's chilling me out. I'm, I feel safe. Yeah, and it, it feels really good. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I am saying, but like three P, three P, boom, it's consistent. So yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, that, that's where I am That's where I am coming from anyway. But you know, we can move on from that. <laughs> so I, I think it's time we play a track from Black Sands. Okay, got it. Yeah, from two thousand um, ten. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Bonobos, Black Sands, two thousand ten, Jay load up a play i rhymed that and um find something good to listen to because this is where he kind of kind of broke out into the uh you know he leveled up yeah so
0: like this album for me like i said earlier in the show was uh something the whole album i played like over and over again mm -hmm. so it's really hard for me to pick for sure i think i picked out three Tracks from this album Yeah And Um,
1: I I always say On Roots to Grooves Like you know If anybody cares I always just make a point To say like If I was going to start Listening to this artist And I don't Don't know where to start Black Sands
0: I would start with Black Sands
1: That's a good option
0: actually Yeah Yeah
1: Because it's like Different than what We normally recommend
0: Is like the most recent Like I would start With Black Sands Because it seems like A reset of his direction From where he was at To where he's going Mm Mm-hmm It's like definitely this is like the beginning of where he's been going
1: 100% Yeah, it feels like he kind of came into himself And he he was like, okay, renewed energy Still same kind of chill music But I mean, let the music speak for itself, Jay Give us a track
0: I'm going to play this track, The Keeper Featuring Adria Triana That's the Keeper by Bonobo featuring Adria Triana, off of Black Sands, which is like the, yeah the tipping point album for a new direction for Bonobo. <clears throat> I feel like, and we both feel like. I think like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: and and one of the one of the things I think is cool is off this 2013 release is the album cover. Um, because the artwork on the album cover yeah yeah. i think it kind of reflects the music yeah we gotta it's a nice you know i don't know how to describe it because it's kind of abstract but it's symmetrical <laughs> sorry and, oh you're good bro you're good bro everything's allowed everything's yeah, yeah but you know i don't know how to describe it it's kind of you know energy i literally don't know how to describe it it's kind of an abstract the album
0: cover for black sands
1: yeah oh i'm sorry I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong album. I'm I'm, I'm ahead of myself. I'm sorry. I was looking at the way ahead. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we'll cut this out of the podcast. Forget that. Well, what were you talking about, though? I was talking about just straight up the the album work for the next album. Okay. After Black
0: Sands, North Borders. I was
1: looking at North Borders and. Yeah. yeah, I was just in my little zone there. I have no excuse, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just being a bad (laughs) podcast host. And I got a little ahead of myself. So, but Black Sands album art. Since we're on album art, apparently, um, no. There's some. It's it's like a nice, um, you know, overview of a outlook yeah. of some scenery. Like you're you're kind of nestled into a hillside yeah. along some water, and there's a nice you know tree, yeah. and then there's all, some big beautiful clouds off in the distance. Yeah. Um. And it, it's a great scene. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I'm just. I'm just completely backtracking here because I, I was not I, were, I was not speaking yeah, about the wrong you, thing. You like the, there's you no way to go back.
0: Wrong. There's no way to go
1: back. There's no way to go back. But you know here I am. Black stands. It's, it's a nice album cover as well. Yeah. It reminds me of like I can see a dinosaur walking around it of you know, like prehistoric times or something like that.
0: Yeah, but I think I don't know where it's actually from. We should have researched that as well. But um, yeah, 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 it's we're, like a hillside of a tree in the foreground and like a uh, like a metal tower in the background kind of thing yeah but it definitely has a vibe Uh, whenever i saw that um when i heard this album it kind of it kind of gave me some sort of japanese sort of um vibes a little bit kind Mm -hmm. of thing um you know like out in the hills in a yeah in like a in a sort of japanese zen kind of way yeah thing and uh especially some of the sounds throughout this album as well is um definitely worldy and uh you know i think uh uh, uh uh is it koto is like the name of that japanese stringed instrument do you know that like or kyoto yeah not ki- i think kyoto is the place that's what i was gonna say but okay. i'm trying to i think it was i think it's a instrument a straight japanese string instrument mm-hmm. which i think he uses a lot like throughout a lot of his um recordings and stuff like that right
1: yeah Okay, I mean, sure. I think so. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're right. But one thing I do like about this album cover on Black Sands, and we're, you know, we're on this Black Sands album 2010. I
0: was right, by the way. Koto is a stringed instrument. Jay was
1: right. <laughs> Somebody marked
0: that down. I just Googled. Okay.
1: <laughs> Jesse was wrong. Jay was right. No. It's a plucked plucked
0: instrument. It's like a stringed instrument that's like mm-hmm. yeah. um, like on this wooden board, and you pluck it, and it makes those. Bling. It's kind of like a
1: harp. Okay. Something on like that. Yeah. You're playing a little more horizontally, though, maybe? Yeah. Like, yeah, not, yeah. not like a big harp bow. or what I think you play? you're playing like flat down. Yeah, I think. Kind of on yeah. your lap or something, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Something okay. like, sure,
1: I'm not, I'm like that. Sure, I'm unfamiliar.
0: We can play it upside down. I can
1: you can do anything you want. I mean, that's it, the beauty. It, whatever sound you get. But, you know. Sorry. You <laughs> <But, no, laughs> didn't mean to interrupt. No, I love interruptions. <laughs> uh, interrupt me more. Because I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just kidding, but I, I do one thing I like about that album art real quick before we move on is how it is a beautiful scenery you know picture, and there's clouds and there's kind of hillsides and there's a valley and there's a big tree, but then there's that structure in the middle, yeah, like obviously like man-made, right? yeah, and I think that's kind of cool because that that feels very much like Bonobo's music. Yeah. Like he's using world music and he's using like the influence of the world of, of the experiences he has around him, you know, but he's also using electronic influences, like yeah. using computers and using, um, you know, this technology to create what he's doing. And I think that, that in, in that's own, in that own sense, it's, it's its own symmetry. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm sorry for our listeners. I'm not good at speaking, so I fumble over my words all the time, but I, 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 I was
0: saying the thing you said for the
1: yeah, most. Three yeah. Ones. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but Strange. you know, so, you know, as opposed to what I was saying on the next album cover, which is symmetrical and abstract, which oh, yeah. we'll talk about in a second, you know, as contrast to that, this one is not symmetrical as far as the, the artwork goes, No, but it does kind of have some symmetry um, compared to what he's doing as an artist. And yeah. so i think that's cool yeah you know and maybe that's i hope that's not too far of a reach just trying to um fix what i'm saying here live but <laughs> but right. I, I i do believe that and it, it does look cool um the image is generally it looks it gives me prehistoric vibes and yeah. then there's a lot of dynamic between the, the the man-made structure in the middle so i think it's cool but yeah. anyway black sands that's where i'd start with bonobo give this album a listen it's super good it's super chill and we'll move on from there. Yeah. So after that,
0: 2010 is when Black Sands came out. And then mm-hmm. North Borders in 2013.
1: Yeah. So, so I think um, in between those times he was touring. Yeah, yeah. He's been pretty productive as far as touring all over the world. He's played big, um, you know, I, 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 especially after th- 2010, he was yeah. doing a lot of big shows. Yeah. You know, Glastonbury, um, Coachella, I believe. Yeah, and you know a lot of huge events. Yeah, so he's killing it, you know, and he's making a name for himself, and he's gaining a you know critical critical acclaim. Yeah, and everything's going really well for him. And so 2013, he releases North, the North Borders. Yeah, which you know is a, another great album, and I think he's coming into himself and he's learning who he is. More live instrumentation, um, some some really cool vocalists. Yeah, on this album. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I was originally speaking to on the album artwork for the North Border, where it's kind of abstract and it's symmetrical, yeah. kind of some aqua and blue green colors. Um, and you just gotta look for it, you know, yourself. I know you have a phone if you're listening to this. Yeah, I'm almost positive you have a smartphone, so look it up if you like. And it looks pretty cool. But the the music is really what this is about, obviously. And it's another good, it's another solid album. I think he's he's growing. He's getting better. It's it's chill. It's chill wave. It's downbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, it lulls you in. This is just these are the the feelings that I get through all this guy's music. Yeah, there's not a lot of heavy climaxes and hooks, um, but it's very good at at chilling you out and kind of putting you in a helping you be, get into a meditative state. Yeah, and and for that I really respect it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean he. Um, I mean yeah, on this album you got Eric Badu. As well. Like yeah, which is a, an amazing that's guest one of the performance to have. Like yeah. That's one of the highlights for me. Yeah. Great. And um yeah, I think it's like it's definitely like a it's it's building upon Black Sands, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Yeah, that's the best way to say it. he's yeah uh, through these albums, through his discography, he's building upon himself. Yeah. And you can kind of feel that, even though it's hard to articulate specifically what he's changed or what he did yeah, yeah. differently or you know, whatever the same. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I I enjoy what you said. That's great.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. It's definitely like gone from the sample-based culture to original stuff. And I think it's also like different from where he's been in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe, I might be wrong about this, but I think Black Sounds, he was living in New York at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's moved around a lot. He's traveled a lot, eventually settled in L.A., um, I'm not sure if he was in LA
1: from the North Borders. Do you know? I th- I I thought he was. That's yeah. just off the top of my head, though. Yeah. Eventually, we're what we're hoping to do is have a, a third productionist um, in studio Light, doing these live, the live recordings. Fact checking. Yeah, because yeah. t- because we get there's a lot of facts, and we want to bring the best facts to the table for our listeners. Yeah. And you know, we're doing our best um, to keep up with these artists and and see exactly what they've done through their whole career. Yeah. So, you know, hey, I always say hit us up on the email if you got some better facts than we do. If you can teach us something, I'm always happy to learn.
0: Yeah. Hit us up. Bruce the Grooves at SignalRadio.com.
1: Yeah, you know it. And we'll say that again at the end of the episode. But, you know, know, we're doing our best here. And this this is another good album. Yeah. This is really good. And I think as far as the general population, you know, critical acclaim, I think he built himself up on Black Sands. And then this album came out and it was, you know, you know, it's still chill music in, in Bonobo style, but it's hard hitting as far as chill wave of music goes. Yeah. And it's still good, yeah. but it's, it's better than Black Sands, possibly. Could you say that? Um, yeah. I mean, like for me,
0: Black Sands is a very unique album.
1: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And I,
0: I think, yeah, for me, the North Ball is built upon that same sonic landscape. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, for me it was an extension of it. And that that's a good way yeah. to say it. An extension yeah. Yeah. of what he's doing. It's yeah. it's
1: not a it's not a copy. It's not a it's not a cop out. Like yeah. it's not yeah. a money grab like no. oh I did something successful and I can do it again for money. Yeah. You know, he's he's building on what he's doing and he's he, there's more Yeah. It's it's hard to speak just in words a lot of the the finesse and the subtleties of these different albums. Well, it, it, it's, yeah, it's interesting because you you bring that up about um,
0: you know not catering for a specific sound on purpose or audience mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean it's like a true you know a truly good artists will um, evolve by themselves. You know, yeah, and they'll do one album or one project, whatever, and and, and when the next project rolls around, they'll be like, well, I want to improve or I want to change. Or I want to make a different sound, or -hmm. I I want to I want to further explore this idea that I only explored a little bit on the first thing, kind of thing. Sure, yeah. And um, yeah, and I feel that's like it's kind of what he's doing. Simon Green Bonobo um, is he's doing that, like um, yeah, just sort of finding that sound and be like, oh, oh, okay, like I I figured this out now. This is why I could try and experiment on this next next track or whatever totally of so it's like
1: and as we yeah. all know we're all living this life yeah. and, and things progress slowly sometimes yeah. and it, it takes a long time sometimes it sometimes takes a little bit of time to pass to be able to look at something in hindsight yeah and see what happened yeah and then be, be able to articulate what you did yeah and and how that affected people yeah. and how it affected yourself yeah you know and we speak to that a lot you know mm. you know time passes and and that's one thing I've been con- concentrating on is you know, and we've spoken th- about this a lot, like you get something done and then it's easier to see in hindsight yeah. rather than I'm going to continue to work on it until until what? yeah until nothing like yeah. it'll never be released if you are, are such a perfectionist that you never want to release what you're working on. It's so much better to be a part of the ongoing process yeah. release something that's decent do something better later yeah um you know i'm not, i'm a broken record i said that on another episode <laughs> but we don't have to keep saying it again but this is high quality yeah we wouldn't be talking about this if i if i didn't believe in it of course and i wouldn't be yeah i just wouldn't i wouldn't um you know try to say something that i'm not trying to say it's a good album it's super solid
0: let's play this track with eric and badu on it
1: that is what i'm down for
0: yeah Super excited. Heaven for the sinner.
1: Nice. We don't need no truth, now. It grows on
0: tree. So good. That was great uh feature from Eric Buddy on that track.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really like how her vocals blend into the track. Yeah, you know, like she's obviously a great vocalist and did a great job with really interesting stuff on this track. Um, but none of it's—it doesn't go too far away from the the heart of the track. Like it all blends in really yeah, nicely, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she's not doing like a total vocal thing where she's speaking about something with her words and and bringing more energy into the track. It just sounds like it's really wholehearted and centered yeah. around the vibe of, of the music. And I, yeah. I really love it. It's great. Yeah. So they killed it, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, one thing I wanted to sort of backtrack on a little bit is like, um, because he's been on Ninja tune records for a while, which is his label. Um, uh, and, uh, there's like a story about how he got signed to Ninja tunes as well. Um, he was, uh, collaborating a lot with this guy called Amon Tobin. Mm-hmm. who's an Italian uh, producer that uh, has released a ton of albums by himself. Um, and uh, and he, like, back in the day, like, Simon Green, a.k.a. Bonobo, was collaborating with Amon Tobin at his house, just like, you just go over to his house and make casual. music. Yeah, casual. And he did a remix of a track, an Amon Tobin track, and his specific intention with that remix was to get uh, noticed by ninja chain. Mm-hmm. To get signed, kind of thing. And it ended up happening. Like, they ended up calling him um, because Amon Tobin was already on Ninja Tune and uh, this remix came out. And then they were like, well, the label was like, well, this is great. Who's this guy? Sort of thing. So, sign him. Yeah, that's an in- another interesting thing. And, and, there, and the reason also I bring that up is because I was super into Amon Tobin stuff. And he released this album in 2000 called Super Modified, which is like, it's just, it is a crazy album. Like there's a lot of um, sort of like field recording stuff, I guess, or like sample based music. And it's just like, it's not, it's not really musical in terms of like, melody and um, lyrics because there's no vocals on it at all it's all like instrumental stuff but Uh it's all very kind of I think industrial I think I played you some tracks before and you you kind of said it was industrial sounding Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) which it is and it's like I I don't even really know uh, I'm just going to play something in the background I don't know how it's going to sound but not not that but Mm. here we go Of a tame, a tame, aim him on Tobin track. Sometimes he goes a bit very crazy. Uh huh. In terms of what he does, uh, instrumental.
1: Sounds good though, it sounds vibey.
0: Yeah, like he, um, goes out and records a lot of, like, field recordings. Like, he'll go and, um, record, like, just weird sounds of orchestral instruments, kind of thing, mm-hmm. like plucking and just, like, clunks on instruments kind yeah. of thing and they will just drop them sample everything sort of thing i think he also did like a uh soundtrack to a i want to say um splinter cell or metal Gear solid mm-hmm. like video game thing. okay so yeah.
1: that's kind of dope he did that yeah, yeah he does video game music Amon tobin does yeah nice. not not bonobo right but right yeah. yeah that's great yeah it sounds Yeah,
0: so that was the guy that um, um, Simon Green, a.k.a. Bonobo, was collaborating with early back in the days and got signed to Nijishin. I just wanted to throw that
1: out there as a a, a thing, a little tidbit. I love the tidbit, bro. (laughs) We we need more tidbits up in here. Fitbit or a tidbit? Ah, I need a Fitbit and a tidbit. Maybe both. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, The North Borders came out 2013. It's beat-driven, it's serene, it's understated. Um, you know, as opposed to the, his earlier albums, it sounds a little more vast. Mm. Like I can feel you can feel him coming into himself, and it's it's a little bit more, you know, intricate yeah. as far as the the production and the mix goes. A bigger atmosphere, great use of space. Um, it is one hour long, yeah, which that's kind of at my limit for where I would say it's a long record. Mm. You know, my my ideal record is like forty really? forty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good thing and i I like i like um some stuff that like kanye west is doing with shorter albums yeah like seven songs it's like half an hour yeah yeah. um you know in the modern age people want quick stuff maybe don't have a whole hour to listen to a song or a music (laughs) or an album i mean yeah um and that could be beneficial to you as an artist yeah but you know it's an hour long so it's 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 packed it has a lot of good stuff in it um great vocal features a lot of good layers, organic instrumentation I, th- I think it's generally higher production than his other albums previously and yeah, I don't know, good taste in vocalists. Yeah. so that was North Borders 2013 mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, I guess after that also in 2013 he released Nate, uh, Late Night Tales yeah. which is uh, a, a, an artist you know, bonobo Curated compilation album. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's like a mixtape of artists who he of tracks that he enjoys. Yeah, which is super cool. And i uh, you know, a couple standout tracks we've talked about uh, Krongbin. Yeah, and he has a, a Krongbin track on there, and then also Bad Bad Not Good. Yeah, um so you know, some cool who, music. He's another band we talk about actually. Bad Bad Not Good. Yeah, and you're That's you're wrong. the one, Jay. You turned me on to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those guys, which is yeah. super rad. Three piece Canadian jazz funk yeah. trio. Yeah. And they make some super great stuff. Yeah. Um so and you know, late night tales just a cool testament to this guy's, you know, it's a little insight to what he's listening to, um, you know, and what he's about. Yeah. At, at least as far as two thousand thirteen goes. You know, that yeah, these are the artists that were on, on on his mind. Yeah. You know, so super cool. I mean, it's definitely worth listening to. Um, you know, we're yeah you know i mean it's, i think it's dope it's cool yeah after that there was migration 2017 yeah if yeah. you want to jump straight to that and yeah i almost feel like that's his most well-received critically acclaimed album to date i think it's
0: pretty big deal for him yeah right like, um you know he he uh toured heavily with it and um and uh there was also i think this little bit of anticipation build up um from his last album to this one sort of thing so he was kind of riding off some coattails a little bit mm-hmm. with, um his previous album yeah off which Borders. is yeah
1: which is what you should be able to do Yeah, you yeah. know gain yeah. gain a following gain some followers release something else yeah and you know share the share the music share the love yeah. and, and so he's at this point he's kind of reaping his own benefits of stuff that he's been working on for two decades yeah essentially yeah
0: yeah, I mean, at you know, this point, it's crazy. Uh, t- yeah, 2017, he's been in the game for a long time.
1: Yeah, been yeah. quite consistent. Yeah. And you no, know, he de- he, deser- he deserves all the complain, all the... All the complain? All the acclaim. <laughs> Getting my <laughs> dyslexia in track here. Uh, do you but, have dyslexia? No, um, maybe. Uh, me- <laughs> apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I need to talk to a doctor, maybe. We'll see. I was gonna
0: reference my mistake on an episode, but our episode got trashed, so uh doesn't exist. Uh oh. Which one? PC Pisces versus Pisces. Oh yeah. Pisces, pisces, yeah. Pieces.
1: its we just trashed the whole episode, so it's gone. No But here I am. Tentacle errors. I'm here to make mistakes on our episodes that go to the viewers. Yeah. To show my my human yeah. flaws. I do my best to to mess up as much as possible for everybody to You know we're all equals and we're all human, (laughs) living this experience. But yeah, Migration is a great album. I think it's his, you know, best. Could you say that? Um, It's very good. Yeah, there's some. I would say that. It 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 has you know overall best. Obviously, it's very personal for everybody who listens to each and every album, and everyone's going to receive it a little bit differently. But this has a little bit of his best stuff. You know, it's. I
0: would say it's like it's definitely polished and like black sands i think still to date is my favorite of his albums sure but um but you know the, yeah he's just getting better and and honing his craft and the direction he's going in yeah with yeah. this stuff 100 so, percent um let's play a little bit of um the lead track from migration i'm called, down called migration boom let's do this It's a big track, I think. I thought this is a big, epic track. So here we go.
1: We're back. Hey, we are back on Roots to Groove. That was
0: a shame. I don't know why that cut out.
1: That cut out a little bit, but we were listening to Migration off the album Migration by Bonobo yeah so i mean who knows what happened but you know we're back so i mean like you said it was a pretty epic track yeah 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 mean it sounded like it was building up to something that we didn't get there <laughs> quite yet Wait, I, we we are
0: tethering phones and everything right now for internet connections
1: yeah so, so we apologize so, though but signal radio is moving studios and this is very much in the process of moving Yeah, yeah. nothing is, is has been finalized but we set up here specifically to record this week yes so yeah. so we appreciate everybody's patience yeah you know having some technical difficulties and stuff like that so you know you know how it goes we're all living life yeah so uh but that's the way it goes so you know anyway good to be back yeah we're talking about migration we're talking about the artist bonobo yeah so i mean yeah the rest is more like that. That was the intro track, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same title as the, the album. And it serves as a, like you said, kind of epic, you know, I mean, that track is five minutes and 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of like, um, explorations in, the. I, I know I, a lot of people call his newer stuff, EDM or whatever mm-hmm. they consider EDM, you know, electronic dance music to, <laughs> <laughs> to just spell it out but um which it is i think but um oftentimes when you think of edm you think about this like big sort of like grandstanding celebrity djs or whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing, like versus this type of music which is i think is very sort of thoughtful and um
1: yeah it's much more not focused on giving the audience a hook yeah and then giving them the release of you know a sick drop yeah whatever like it's it's much more introspective yeah you know at least that's how it feels for me when i'm listening to it It just i just come back into myself and i'm like "Mm hmm creates a nice atmosphere for for me to be yeah yeah. and and that's what i love about bonobo absolutely you know so i hope i you know i I would love to know what other people think about it yeah you know anybody Any you have any cool thoughts or cool facts hit us up on the email i i say it so much (laughs) i'm (laughs) trying No, we, one's, no one's emailed us No yet. one's writing yeah. in is my... Come on. I'm just kidding. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you can
0: write a YouTube comment as well.
1: but I do write you know. most of our YouTube comments on my five YouTube accounts. Oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah. that's, just, that's where all the views are coming yeah, from. <laughs> that's all our views. <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this, this is going to be on YouTube. So, I mean, maybe that's where you're watching it already. But if you're on Spotify and you want to see the video, yeah. check it out on YouTube. Yeah. So... I don't know. Back to migration. This is a fully fledged, awesome album. Yeah. And it's it's his most recent album. He's come into himself. He's 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 realizing what he wants to do. He's realizing his production techniques and his, you know, the vibes he wants to put in and the vibes he wants to share with other people, you know, with his audience, whether it's online or in a live venue setting. Yeah. And it's, it's very good. It's very well-rounded. And like I said before, I would start with Black Sands if you want to check out Bonobo, Mm. but Migration is also a very good album.
0: Yeah. No, Migration is a great album. Yeah. It was definitely, I mean, even if you just started listening to him, then Mm -hmm. I would say it's great. Um, And then go back to Black Sands and explore that. Those three albums, Black Sands, North Borders, and Migration um yeah and then you know his you... yeah no his earlier stuff is just like um you know it's cool it's good but it's it's very um of that era maybe 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 it is dated in, the, in that sense
1: in a sense it's a little yeah. bit like i would listen to like some of these 90s you know beats yeah and they feel kind of one-dimensional to me yeah maybe two-dimensional as a, as opposed to three-dimensional um, migration sounds three-dimensional as opposed to some of his earlier stuff yeah, yeah it's just there's another element to it there's more you know I don't know finesse and you know production technique to to provide more depth mm-hmm. into what's going on sonically yeah. and the soundscapes are just kind of bigger and more vivid
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: you know that's what I'm getting
0: yes yeah, say I think yeah for sure
1: not that the early stuff is bad but it's you know a lot of if you listen to a lot of Successful artists making music through the years—you could say some of the, like you know, listen to the Beatles, you know, sergeant Pepper's* or *Revolver*, and then listen to their first album, and you're gonna be like, mm, "Okay, it's good yeah. in a different way. Yeah, it's a little more simplistic earlier on, and they did different things later on, but both are valid. Yeah. So I don't mean to speak bad about either side of what this guy's doing because it's all very good, and that's the reason we're talking about it here today on Rooster Grooves. So it kind of depends on what you're looking for. Music is an entirely personal thing. Yeah. And as I grow older it's more and more personal. Yeah. And a lot of times I don't even care to show other people music that I really care about cuz I don't get the response that I'm necessarily looking for. Hmm. Not that I want it, not that I need a response. Mm-hmm. Or I need to elicit a response. But people don't
0: uh, react to it the same way as you do, or something
1: like that. Yeah, and like I'm not, I, I'm not looking to share something so I can get benefit from sharing it, but I want to pass it on. And just it seems like you know it's such a personal thing. Sometimes too personal. You yeah, know? like it hurts me a little bit if somebody's not like, oh, this is dope. You know, they're just like,
0: thanks. Yeah, yeah. But, well,
1: but when I put a lot of like. It takes a lot for me to show you this. Yeah. And they don't respond to that. You know, it's like, it's just so personal and nobody's doing anything wrong. I it's fine. It's the
0: same with everything there, right? Like, even like a TV show or something like that that you yeah. like, might like and you're not sure if someone else would really dig it. Like, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, oh, what? I've like really enjoyed this. And it's like, and then you show it to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, that person's misogynist. I can't watch this show. And you're like, oh, well, fuck.
1: Yeah, well that wasn't yeah, yeah. the point of why I showed it to you though. That's like you're just singling on one little thing that's yeah, yeah, not you're
0: just like focusing on this one tiny thing that's not part of the storyline or whatever. Yeah.
1: And that feeling is entirely human and normal. I yeah. feel like, you know, a lot of people, you know, when you're trying to share something about yourself, yeah, it's it's sometimes hard to do. It's yeah. easier to talk about a the new movie coming out yeah. or the new hot single on the radio. Yeah. Where, you know, or the weather. Yeah. Something that everyone can relate to. Yeah. And when you just you, you know share something super personal, it's like you're sharing a little bit of yourself. Yeah. Even though to somebody else, it just seems like you're saying, Oh, listen to this album. Yeah. It's impersonal from that perspective. Yeah. It's all about perspective though. It's yeah, always good yeah. to share stuff. Yeah. Um, whether or not people care about it or not. Yeah. It's the only way to be a it's person. True. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess and if I'm making any sense, but that's just me anyway. If you're not making dollars, you're making sense. But here we are. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but we are here on Rooster Grooves, and we started this show because we want to share the stuff that we care about. Yeah. And we wouldn't have chosen this artist if we didn't care about them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. and and that's what Rooster Grooves is, and we're here to learn and and to to grow with everybody else. And we care about this artist Bonobo, and we both we both dig him. Yeah. And and that's what we're here talking about him. So give him a listen. That's his latest album. That's his latest release, Migration in 2017, which is, you know, technically 4 years ago. Lost a full album, yeah. So yeah. it Seems like so this
0: this guy's due. You can expect something yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It seems like he he releases something every 3 or 4 years. Yeah. You know, on average. So we have a couple of uh,
0: drops from uh, 2019 as well, which uh, one of them I might play out with tonight. brick, I think, was in, uh in 2019.
1: What, what is that? Release.
0: I think it's a single. Ibrick. Oh, like, from Bonobo. Yeah, yeah, from Bonobo.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't realize. I just I'm on Spotify right now, and his latest release on Spotify at least is 2017.
0: Yeah. Album-wise, yeah, but um, single-wise. I think he's, like, dropped a few remixes.
1: Oh, like, no, you're right. I'm not in the single location couple, on here. Couple, like, I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Couple of remixes and um,
0: and uh, a single. And I think this is all him, Ibrick. That's just why I'm going to sort of line it up to play. Because nice. I think it's all him and it's not a remix of anyone else's type of thing. And it's his most recent release.
1: Okay. No, as I'm it, sorry. As I, it appears. I'm just not even you know, I'm not even with it right now, but like a heartbreak you said. Oh, and that, but that, just, that's another one. I just, I saw that on there. I think that's a remix. Who's, okay. Who's that by? Uh, tell that to the listeners. Well, I know, I, yeah, because I, I just saw this heartbreak by Carrie Chandler. Okay. Yeah. Heartbreak, which I think is by Bonobo, but it's a Carrie Chandler remix. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, on under the, who it's by section, it says Bonobo. Yeah. Totally enormous extinct dinosaurs. Okay. And Kerry Chandler. Yeah. 2021. So. Well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. But we.
0: Must be an official remix if it's showing up on his profile though.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. What's what's the track you're going to play for us though? I'm excited to hear that. I think it's called Ibrick or Ibrick. And this is one of the latest things he's released, yeah? 2019. Yeah. And this is what we're going to play out on, yeah? I don't got anything else on this guy. I think so, yeah. That's That's where we're at. I think we hit the mark. I mean, this guy—it's—it's yeah. it's chill, new jazz, down tempo, electronica yeah. music. It's—it's it's like a lullaby, feels to me. Yeah. Most all his stuff. A lot of it's instrumental. It's really chill. Yeah. It's really playable in the car. It's really playable yeah. while you're doing chores or chilling at home. It's
0: definitely like um, I would say headphone music. Well, all music <laughs> for me is headphone music. But, yeah. But I would say um, you know, if you're gonna like lay back, put a nice big pair of cans on chill out at home um put put any of these albums on from um days to come all the way through migration mm-hmm. and uh and explore and uh, just lay back you know do the album thing do the album, thing. That's, do what, the album uh, thing
1: that's what uh you know he we at roots to grooves recommend yeah do whatever you want do we have your,
0: just, That's number one. Just listen to the albums. Listen to the body of work. because mm-hmm. We've talked about so many artists on here, and um, all of them, all of them go to work on an album. They don't go to work mm-hmm. on a song or a track. They right. go to work on an album. So I think you would be doing a disservice to an artist if you don't indulge in the album. That mm-hmm the albums that they release yeah and you you
1: can think about that like if you meet somebody on the street or wherever at school in the coffee shop Mm -hmm. and you get one interaction with them and they're just normal pleasant you don't have an extreme reaction to them yeah does that mean that's not an extreme person you know like they're a lame person because you didn't have a reaction to them Mm -hmm. off of one interaction Mm -hmm. you know based off of one interaction Mm. you know obviously they have a lot going on i'm sure yeah. a whole life and a, a whole lot of hurt and a whole lot of love and if you give them the chance you get to know them right mm-hmm. it's the same thing with music and i think we both agree you know me and jay both agree on that if you give the album a little bit more of a chance yeah. you're gonna get a lot more back from it yeah it, you're gonna you're gonna receive a lot from that yeah um, so
0: yeah you might you might miss something there might be something in there that captures you and uh, mm-hmm. you know if you don't like you know if you don't listen to the whole thing all the way through then I'm I'm sort of kind of like applying a different analogy to this because uh I recently uh, signed up for a masterclass you know the website yeah, masterclass.com yeah, yeah. uh, to look at quest love and see what he was talking about DJing kind of thing. Nice. And uh, you know, and some of those videos are like, uh, one of them is about like his equipment, and uh, the other one is about curating music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was like, I was high, like halfway through his equipment video kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, I, I kind of know this stuff. I don't really need to. I might like, really need to see this again something. But I continued watching it, and it was like, and without doubt. Like in each of these segments of about subjects that I thought I knew about, mm-hmm. there was at least one nugget of like, right, in, interesting, inspirational information to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so yeah, like that's the thing. Like sometimes that's all the
1: difference. That's the is, thing. Is
0: that one nugget? So that's the thing. Like wh- wh- whatever it is, whether you're watching a tutorial video or whether you're listening to music is like give it a chance and let it play even if you feel like you've heard it before Mm -hmm. you've heard this type of sound before give it a minute i just just give it a chance yeah and then there'll be that one moment in there where you'll where it will be like oh okay right like and specifically when we're talking to music maybe it's not that way for listeners but if if there's any music makers out there kind of thing like there might be that one spot moment in a song where you're like oh okay that was an interesting arrangement or instrumentation flip or whatever kind of thing and that can inspire you sort of thing so even yeah. if you don't see it in the first few minutes of the song or whatever it's like you've got to give things a chance to yeah. uh, get that nugget the nugget, I mean, that's the, it's all about the nugget. If you don't give things a chance, sure. you won't
1: find that nugget. So, yeah. That's totally, you could just yeah. see somebody walking down the street and you don't know what the, what about their life, yeah, what they've gone through or what they have to offer. Yeah, exactly. But if you give them the time and have a little bit of a conversation with them, you know, this is a little analogy here, Yeah. you know, then you're like, that sparks you and you're like, oh, I see why you're doing this and yeah. I see why you have to do that. Yeah. Or I see, you know... the the, kind of the mathematic equation to why you're doing the things that you're doing now yeah and same thing for music sometimes that one that one hook or that one way something was sampled or mixed hooks you and then you see oh that he was doing this with that other thing that I didn't like Mm -hmm. or I didn't realize that I liked and it, it kind of you know connects these dots yeah and then makes the rest of the music that you thought was just blah 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 yeah extra good yeah it's, it's magic. Music is magic. It's crazy.
0: Music is magic. That's, Rooster Grooves is magic.
1: That's what we're here to show. Yeah. And uh, let's play out. Let's play out. That's all we got on Bonobo. He's sick. Listen to him. Let us know what you think. If you got anything to say to us, facts, comments, trials, tribulations, hit us up on the email. Jay?
0: RoosterGraves at SignalRadio.com Boom. S I G N L radio.com don't say to the other one because uh you know it'll be like could not be delivered
1: yeah that's what they say <laughs> could not be delivered <laughs> that's how it goes all right we're gonna play out thank you everybody for listening we appreciate you we will see you soon for the next episode yes